You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. You better, you bet. The BetQL Network brought to you by BetMGM. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley. It's... it's Lots of fun stuff today. We're talking some MLB. Ken was just jamming out, so he was yeah. He was digging the music there. Are these, I feel, I feel these good. Are beds, watching watching Cavs Bulls here on the uh, on the big screen. We're getting into some summer league. It's very exciting. Give us give us the update. What's going on there? The Cavs is uh, as we as I, as I presented an excruciating detail in the first hour with the summer league futures. They uh, they really need to. I think if they lose, there's a chance they don't make the playoffs. In the summer league, and I'm sure that would really just uh, cripple them emotionally. But they're uh, they're up five right now in the third quarter at three and zero, looking to go to four and zero. If they go to four and zero, they're in the playoffs. It's locked up. Uh, if they lose, they got to sweat a little. Um, Brooklyn obviously was would be in the catbird seat still to be the best three and one team. Indiana uh, still has a good margin. They would if they win tomorrow, they'd go to three and one also. And they are playing the Mavs tomorrow. And it was just announced that the Mavs best player, Jaden Hardy, who takes about 900 shots a game that he is out for the rest of summer league. So Indiana's their win probability for tomorrow's game goes way up. Their likelihood of winning summer league goes up because now they have maybe a backdoor to get in the playoffs. They got to win by a lot tomorrow and the Cavs probably have to lose this game. So it's a, it's a close game. Uh, I can tell you if this game gets really close in the fourth quarter, uh, we might have to do like a live futures betting segment because the markets usually stay open during all the games at a couple places and the Cavs should not be the favorite if they lose this game because there becomes a non-zero chance they miss the playoffs, which would be pretty crazy. And uh, obviously can't win if you don't make the playoffs. And right now they are a big yeah. favorite. They're like, you know, two to one, 250 to, uh, to win summer league as the, uh, as the Bulls have just tied the game at 66 in the third quarter. Wow. So this, uh, it's getting a little interesting. Got the uh, the favorite to win summer league is a little on the ropes, and if they take a loss, it is not a sure. They'd still have a chance to make the playoffs, but it's not a sure thing that they make the playoffs. All right, well, we'll keep our eyes on that and keep talking about it. I know you had one other team for MLB totals that you wanted to get into, right? Um, as we we all kind of went under under on the first two, and I'm assuming that might be a theme. But uh, what oh, do we no, got for I'm, I'm zigzagging. Team? I'm zagging on oh, here because okay. I, I didn't want to pick three unders. I didn't want to pick three bad okay. teams. So Cardinals under was a bet we discussed. I think there was like lukewarm interest in the under. That's how I would describe it. Like everyone kind of leaning under, but nobody feeling incredibly confident about it. We brought up the Angels under, which spoiler alert, I'm incredibly confident because I bet a lot of money on it. Uh, I just, you know, and thankfully, well, you both of you guys agreed, which is great. So we like that. We all treat uh, we all treated the Angels under like Joe Pesci's brother in Casino. So right, that's, uh, yeah. that's we were all just hey, give me the aluminum bat now. Jeez, it was oh, it was man. pretty bad what we did to them. Yeah, can have the hammer and the money, but you can't have both. Uh, so the the third team. So I tried to again kind of like through a trade deadline prism, and there are other teams we could we could talk about with the trade deadline. We could we could have done the Cubs. 
I didn't find their number that interesting. It kind of reflects that they're supposed to be bad, uh, which I agree with. Uh, we could talk about a couple other teams that could have been buyers, but I, the buyer that I picked out, just because I, I do think they're interesting, we talked about them a little bit yesterday with awards, um, and NL Cy Young is the Giants, who are like telling anybody with ears that they're trying to like aggressively buy at the deadline because now they're eight over and they kind of have a chance to be in the mix. There's still some speculation about whether they will definitely be buyers. Like obviously if Otani's available, they try to trade everything but the stadium to get Otani. But short of that, like what are they what are they trying to get? And are they for sure buying or are they just like leaning toward buying? And if they get off to a bad start to start the second half, what would they do? They're just they're in a really interesting spot too. So they're market. Um, they're 49 and 41. So eight over, uh, I think it's two and a half back in the division and they hold the wild card spot, I think is where we're at right now. Something like that. Um, but the, the exact math is not important for, for the betting market. They're 49 and 41. Uh, so they have 72 games left. Their updated win total is 86 and a half. Uh, that would mean to go over that number in the rest of the season. Second half, they would have to go four over. They'd have to go 38 and 34 to go over that number. And obviously this is a little more interesting because you pretty much almost guarantee, I think at this point with them being eight over, I think it's like a lock that they do something. It's just, what is that? Does it matter? And they've been a team all the year that kind of seems like with duct tape, they're putting together a starting rotation contributions from a ton of players. They called up a lot of rookie players who have made great contributions. It all seems like smoke and mirrors a little bit. And can that just continue because of whatever analytics or something? Do they make the team way better? If that's the case, you like this bet a lot. Um, is it a frontline starting pitcher? Is it, you know, Dylan cease or something like that? Is it somebody else? Whatever. Uh, they just, again, tried to pick three teams that are interesting with the trade deadline where the win total really may need to be way higher or lower, depending on what the team does. San Francisco, Jeremy was the third team. So four over 38 and 34 is required to hit the over on their number in the market. So it's weird. Like a lot of the, um, as I look at the national league, I would say, all right, if, if you're going to expect one of these teams to kind of fall out of playoff contention, we disregard the central. I mean, you would look what Marlins, Phillies, um, that are in the the mix. The Braves yep. are going to win that division. Arizona. And then you would look out. You would look out west, and you would probably say, "All right, maybe Arizona suspect and the Giants." Right? Those are the teams yeah. that we would. I mean, everybody's buying yeah. into well, the I mean, Dodgers. But I, you really should say one. Like you should say the Brewers or the Reds should be the other team because, like, even if those teams don't win the division, they are still live for the wild card spot right now. And so they it's, are, it's but sort aren't of like they what, far behind. I don't think it's like a really crazy. I mean, no, because the Reds are. Aren't the red? Oh, I don't have their number right here. I was okay. gonna say I, they're they're like what seven over right now or something. I don't. I have it right here. Uh, the Reds okay. are no. The Reds if the so the Brewers are a half game back of the last wild card spot, and the Reds would hold a wild card spot if they and the Brewers okay. had the same record. So they're both like way in it. So it's I just want just I know you said forget the Central. Yeah. I agree with you to a certain extent, but I do think like the non winner of the Central is is also a part of the discussion. Okay. And you're absolutely right. The numbers say that, and I didn't. I didn't even expect that. But I just it's, wonder it's what are the jarring, Giants actually? It's very yeah. surprising. <laughs> you, you caught me off guard. I'm like, no, that, it's that I, for good reasons. The teams aren't very good. Yeah. What? Um, no, but what do the Giants' farm system look like? Because with the call up of Bailey and uh, what's the kid's name at third? I'm blanking on it now. Um, those were two of their top prospects, right? And yeah. I'm not saying they don't have other prospects. I assume they do, but they're also a team that made moves before oh, and, Luis and, Matos uh, oh, yeah. is that who you're thinking of Matos and then yes no no but I, I was thinking about the kid unbelievable 
Casey Schmidt's been pretty good too. He plays a little bit. Sh- Schmidt, yeah. that's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah. He plays third, right? Yeah, because Matos uh, is an outfielder. Does he play third? I am the I am not the person to ask this question to. Okay. Jake, Jake yeah. says yes. Yeah, we'll trust Jake on this one. Yeah. So again, they called up three of their youngsters. Um, I'm not I wouldn't put it past them to put one of those guys in a deal. And they're also a very interesting team because they're just so into analytics that the types of trades they make may not you may look at it and go, huh, that was nothing, and it may actually mean something for them and how they do things. But I would say it goes over, but I think it's close. I think I agree with you. They, I tried to find, I, I got to tell you, I tried to find an over that I was like in love with. And man, the, like the, we did the Reds already. I do think it's pretty interesting that their division might get even worse. And they're, I think if they go two under the rest of the way, they still hit oh. their over, they're adjusted over. Um, so maybe they're the answer to like an over that you'd feel it, like is really fun or going to be a great sweat the rest of the season. The Giants were kind of one of those old few teams where I was like, well, they could add in a way that makes them way more interesting. Like, it's like, oh, well, the Dodgers are going to add. Be like, well, guess what? The Dodgers are awesome anyway. And yes, it'll make them better if they add somebody. But, like, they're already really good. And I don't know. The Giants were kind of one of the only teams I could come up with. So, uh, Jake, you, what do you, you – go ahead. I was just I was going to ask Jake about no, the, I'm just, the Giants. But, yeah, yeah, because um, I want to get Jake in on this too, but I want both of you guys to – like, we brought up the Orioles yesterday, and I'm I'm the homer, but you said – one game over 500 for them down the stretch. I I hate saying something's a lock, but they're going to add. They're definitely going to add. They're beating up on the teams in their division. They, they have a, a great division record, and it's even better outside of it. So um, I think they're an interesting team if you wanted to bet some future because they're going to be in the postseason. They will make moves, and this team's really good. And I totally buy into, like, Adley Rutschman called up for the Orioles. Things change. Patrick Bailey called up for the Giants. It seemed like yep. things changed with that. I don't know if it's the handling the pitching staff, the stability behind the plate, good at the plate, a little bit of everything, but you see how much importance a catcher can actually have on a game. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely like an interesting team for that reason, and they're and they're also like this isn't you know like a, a Mets Padres conversation where it's like, well, will they get back in the mix? It's like, no, no, like they're in if it started today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're not, this isn't yeah. like they have to make some big leap forward uh, to become a team that we haven't seen yet. It's like, no, no, like they're just in. They could get even better. Um, so I think that's interesting. Jake, what about what about the Giants have to go four over with 72 to play to hit the over on their adjusted win total and all the trade deadline stuff kind of swirling? I actually like it. I agree with you completely, Ken, that you look at these overs and try to find something that you even like. And it's just like, everything seems about right. Like it all seems about pretty much where it should be. But the giants, if there's one team that you're going to trust to do the right or even smart thing at the trade deadline. And for the rest of the season, it's the giants. They have one of the best managers in baseball with Kapler. They have one of the best front offices in all of baseball, and they have needs that you feel like they can address sufficiently. I look at their rotation Lucas Giolito seems like a perfect fit for the Giants so that they don't have to keep trotting Ross Stripling out there to get shelled every fifth day because, oh, buddy, does that guy stink now? Yeah, Stop if you heard before. Guy leaves yeah. Dodgers, stinks immediately. Like, <laughs> wow, where have I seen that one before? So I think Giolito, the Giants, makes a lot of sense. I think they could add a ton of guys, even if it's not big names. Like, one thing that this is a big name that makes sense, like, what if the Giants add Salvador Perez? 
Like, what if they just take that money because they need somebody at designated hitter because they can't possibly keep trotting out this platoon of Jock Peterson and Mitch Hanniger when he comes back? Why not get Salvi because he's awesome? Also, Thyro Estrada is on the injured list right now. He was one of the highest war players before he got hurt. Like, he was playing really, really well. I think they called Kyle Harrison at some point to bolster that rotation. He's an awesome prospect. They have young guys they could call up. But it's just more so I trust the manager. I trust the front office to push the right buttons and get guys that'll immediately slot in and be effective. I don't like the Dodgers. I've been saying that all year. Yeah, they'll win 89 to 90 games, but they're not a world beater anymore. They're vulnerable. And I obviously love the Diamondbacks, but I think that the Giants could totally go four over here just by sheer marginal improvement. <laughs> like, I don't even think they have to do anything crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah just like being, being smart. Just uh, two notes to what you said, Jake, just like newsy news wise. Giolito you brought up. So I think like Cease and Giolito are are kind of like talked about a lot as pitchers that could end up uh getting traded. Stroman is like the other name that people throw out all the time as a guy who could get traded. Like, so basically if you if you pitch in the city of Chicago, there's a chance you're gonna be moving somewhere else really, really soon. And it was funny because <laughs> you, you brought up the connection between the Giants and Dodgers. The Dodgers were rumored that they're very interested in Giolito today. That got brought up, and he's from California, I think, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I think he actually might have he might be from near where the near like LA, right? either near LA or a suburb yeah. or something, whatever. So just kind of like a funny note there, like maybe both those teams end up fighting over someone who's from California. And then the starting pitching prospect you brought up, Kyle Harrison, right? Is their starting pitching prospect? He, yes. I think they were going to bring him up before the break, but now he's hurt and out like a month. And they're like, not sure exactly. I, I agree with you. I think they, everybody says he'll be up at some point, but just like kind of like color inside the lines a little bit on some of that stuff. All right. Well, that, that sounded a little more optimistic than what I was thinking. Jeremy said, you were kind of a little more like, eh, like maybe well, no, not, I, maybe. Did it change your mind a little bit? I, no, I don't know that. I, I thought Jake made some really great points, um, yeah. especially with Thank the you. additions that they could make. Yeah, like, man, you, you make great points you all the it, time, buddy. bud. Um, yeah, yeah way, way to go. It's like, no. But in all in all seriousness, the, the, the pettiness of that division, and maybe I'm just reading way too much in it, but when the Padres and Dodgers are in on somebody, it goes from being, hey, we're trading for one guy to we're trading for half of your team. Bring, so right. I'm just wondering if the Dodgers try to block some of those other teams and get in on it. That's the perfect team we'll to call. We'll take Cease and Giolito. We'll take both yeah, of them. So there. The Giants would be a perfect, hey, we'll take Corbin Burns, and as part of the price, we'll take that Yelich contract. They're the perfect team to do that. We'll just take all of your good players, please. We'll take all of them. Yeah, take all of them. It'd be great. Yeah, that was a little better than I thought. Of the three, I actually thought there'd be a little more interest in the Cardinals under. There was, like, you, neither of you liked the over. The Giants was the one where I figured there would be the most like, I don't know, like this is like a little meh. And I I had a feeling the Angels would be the most confident one just because like, I like, just like, have you have you talked to anybody, met anybody, follow anybody on social media recently? That's like, you know, the Angels are going places. That's a team to buy. Like, at, and maybe that's just like, we're all on the wrong side of the argument here. But it's just some book I read one time. It was like, if you if you tell like 50 people about a bet that you made and like almost all of them say it's a good bet you probably made a good bet but if you tell all 50 and they're just like what are you talking about it's like you're probably not smarter than the crowd in that situation <laughs> and i feel like it's the yeah. angels it's like you go you go find any baseball fan you're like hey i bet the angels to be under 500 they'd be like awesome yeah that's gonna happen good pull. <laughs> like glad you made well, money congratulations with, like is anybody gonna be like with, well i don't know man that's Zach Neto. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty, he's, when you, they're going play. I'd buy the Angels right Mickey now. Mickey Moniak. I've upgraded them to strong you, buy. Yeah. 
when you threw them out and I sat there and bashed them and all of a sudden Jake came in, I felt like we were the Legion of Doom and I just put the angels on my shoulders and he clotheslined them I, off. It was, like, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely, definitely a tag a team finishing maneuver. Yeah, there was, there was a lot going. I just, but I don't know. I, I mean, I would invite, like, people are listening to this. I am not a baseball savant or an expert. If you have a really good case for the Angels going, like, I'm, I'm all ears. Like, I, you know, tweet the show, tweet me, tweet Jeremy, whatever. Like, I'm open to all the opinions here. Giants, Cardinals, whatever. Uh, I, whatever. I already bet the Angels under. I yeah. guess I could buy out of it. But, yeah, talk me into the other side. I'm open. Don't be stupid. Don't bet the over on the Angels. Anyway, all yeah, right. So we've got more coming up. You better you bet. Jeremy Conn in for Nick Costas, Ken Barkley here, right here on the BetQL Network. It's brought to you by BetMGM.